And a good morning to everybody right now around the world. And this is Let Burn Ramp Podcast. Can I talk my shit again? Welcome to the Let Burn Brand Podcast. As I said, I'm your host, OG Bernie. And let's get to it right now. And for the most part, just for the whole episode right now, I'm just going to keep it just sports right now. Because there's been a lot right now, especially in the NBA. Um, I want to talk about Matt Harvey right now, also from the New York Mets. He's a, he, was a, he was a starting pitcher who was the motor to reliever. And now apparently he's been designated for assignment, which means that in less than a week, he's going to get either be traded or he's going to be a free agent. But... Let's first start with the NBA, and let's get to it with the Raptors and Cavs. And anybody seen that game yesterday? I was able to see the game for the most. I was able to see the game for three quarters. I didn't get a chance to see the fourth quarter until after I left work, and a couple of minutes before I started this podcast. And um, LeBron James is just, you know, he's just he's he's setting he's setting he's setting he's doing oh he's he's right now. I'm stuttering too much right now because. We are looking at a living legend before our eyes right now. For all the talks you can say about LeBron James, LeBron James, he's a proven winner. You know, it might not look like that because of his record in NBA Finals when he's three and five, but you gotta give this man his dues right now. He's been by he's been the best player in the NBA for the last ten years. For the last ten years, he's been the best player. And um, I don't. This is and he's he's showing you why he's the best player in the NBA right now. It's amazing on how this team has been able to just rally with him. And I this is this. I felt like I felt like you said when I when this when I picked this when the second round bracket I picked. I made my six, you know, second round bracket come out. I had the Raptors. I had the Raptors clearly to win in seven. I felt like it was their time. I felt like the Cavaliers, they're dysfunctional right now. This team is dysfunctional. And that this is Toronto's time to really finally lay the hammer down and end the Kings, you know, NBA final streak. And clearly I'm, I was wrong from that. I was clearly wrong because not only had the Raptors failed in, you know, stopping LeBron. LeBron is LeBron has LeBron has killed them, averaging about 40 points a game. First game was a triple double. First game went to overtime when it should have never had. Raptors should have been ended it in the game one. That was the first downfall. Game two, they wasn't they was not able to recover. Game three, they came back. Kyle Lowry was a big one of the big reasons why. Without them, and DeRosa, awful game for him. I'll, I'll get to him in a minute, but Lowry was able to bounce. Lowry was able to just get the team going. Ibaka finally had a strong performance off the bench. They put Flynn Beak in a guard role to help out Lowry, and it worked. It worked in, in for the last five seconds until LeBron took matters to his own hand. And what looks like might have been overtime, LeBron says, nope, not so fast. 
the running fader, the running jumper just to win this whole fucking game. You gotta be kidding me. LeBron has done it again. Another game winning buzzer. LeBron, LeBron, that's like he did with Indiana. He wasn't, he wasn't doing no more. He was not gonna do no overtime. LeBron is that valuable of a player to the Cavaliers, and he's proven. To, he's nothing. He's proven that he's still the best player in basketball, hands down. Nobody's, nobody's close enough to LeBron. No, when it's all said and done, you, you know them, the base is gonna be forever there between him and Michael, who's the greatest ever. Whew. But, but now. LeBron is just LeBron is just doing things his way right now, and I don't think that nobody can stop him. Raptors, they're finished. I I I think it's I think I'll even admit right now that I overreached when I picked the Raptors in seven, and I felt like the Raptors had a better bench. I felt like the Raptors, you know, I felt like it was their time to you know make it was their time to you know shock the world and finally end the Cavaliers. They had the best record in, in the East, you know. So I had all, you know, all eyes was on them to finally seal this. But I, I'm, I'm very sorry. I can honestly say I'm very sorry from what I was able to see because now it is over. Like it's over. Like cap, like no, all caps is over. By Monday, was, I don't see no reason why the Raptors even try to play this out. And DeMarco Rosa, who's the, who's the leading scorer of this team, who's the, who is the biggest guy on Toronto, eight fucking points. Eight fucking points. It was that bad that Dwayne Casey David had him play in the fourth quarter. He, that's how poorly he played. He didn't even get a chance to play in the fourth quarter. You got a fucking be king, and yes, your star player. You benched him for that. I'm pretty sure he can get. I'm pretty sure you, you get him back in the fourth quarter. I'm pretty sure he'll do something. Nonetheless, the Raptors are still able to come able to come back. So, you know, could, do I criticize Wayne Casey? No, he made the he made the best move that was available. The best move available was benching the Rosa with the fucking fourth quarter. Nothing more you can go about it. But it didn't, it didn't pan out. There's the end result. Cat will go for a sweep in a couple days. Uh, well, it looks like, you know what? It might, I guess, part two from last year, you know, between the Cavaliers and Celtics. Celtics won in overtime, 108 to 98, 101 to 98, and um, yeah, this could have ended in the regular, you know, regulation with um, Benelli hitting the three, to, to, you know, not even a forced overtime, but because he missed the three, you had to go to overtime, and overtime, Boston, Boston's just been, Boston is just like, they're on a revenge tour, and they want, they want Cleveland, they really want Cleveland. It's kind of crazy if, if you know Toronto was able to beat them. I think Celtics might have had a chance, but right now, 
Well, we, we're going to talk about that. We'll wait until this whole series is over, until we talk about the Eastern Conference Finals. But for right now, the Celtics, it's just, you know, I, I listen, I didn't pick them to beat the 76ers. So the fact that they've been able to do it again, for the, for the, they, they've been able to prove me wrong for the second straight series right now. I, I tip my hat off to them right now. They really, they've really been, you know, they've been playing the underdog role since this whole playoff started. Against Milwaukee, they started what felt like the underdog after Kyrie was, you know, hurt. And they were able to come back behind a strong performance by Rozier, Tatum, and Brown. This time around, Al Horford is stepping up big way right now, offensively and defensively. Jason Tatum is still handling his business. Jalen Brown, you know, he's, you know, he ain't been the same since he got hurt, but he's coming off the bench productively well. Marcus Smart, as on a storm roll, it's just a matchup lineup. It's a, it's a lineup matchup for disaster for the 76ers team. This team has found every way to stop Ben Simmons right now. Ben Simmons, he had a he had a solid he had a he had a okay game. It wasn't great, but it was decent. It was enough points to get them, you know, almost in position to win the game until they couldn't. And um, that's about it. They're in trouble. The Sixers are in trouble. But I think everybody knew that. I think we all knew that already. So right now, if you are the 76ers team, you got you got the I don't know. I thought that I I really I really honestly believe that this was going to be like a this was going to be like a this was going to be a good series. The fact that the Sixers are down three games to zero. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, switching gears to the Western Conference right now. 118 to 92 was the final score. And then a couple minutes ago right now, the Warriors takes a three games to one lead on the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, Curry went off for 23. He handled his name. Draymond Green almost had a triple-double in a sense right now with eight points, uh, nine assists, and nine rebounds. So he was he was flirting with a triple-double himself. Klay Thompson had 14, I believe, and... Um, Durant, the whole, Durant, he went off today, going for 38, and all, he needed all of them to stop this Pelicans team. Anthony Davis has 26 right now. Rondo wasn't Rondo. He had only had he had 11 rebounds, but six assists and six points. Drew Holiday had about 19, but that's a, that's as much offense they had all game right now. 19 points both in the third quarter and fourth quarter. That's not your first of all. You score 19 points in the second half right now in the third, pretty much a combined 40 points in the second half. You're not gonna get no. You're not. You're not gonna win. You're not gonna win much games when you're only scoring 40 points in the second half. Um, right, it's a great job. Or I think the it's a great job by this team right now. They made the switch, as Steve Kerr always does in situations like this. He brought Andre Ethan the dollar into the starting role, which might favor well. For them going down the stretch right now, until if they get to the NBA Finals or not, especially to the next round, I think that switch was that switch was probably needed. And I think right now this team is a little bit more, you know, they're a little bit more quicker right now. Especially you got a a pass a, a playmaker in Iguodala. He's a he's a, he's a legit playmaker. He doesn't get that much credit, you know, but he can play, and um, he's a he's a he's a great asset on the off the bench and when he's on the starting lineup. 
you already know what he can do. And um, it, it paid off, you know. He didn't do, he didn't have to do much, but he was, he just gave this team a lot of energy and on defense. He was, he was, he was still on defense. Raymond Green, he's he's still contesting. He was the, he he was he did his he did all he had to do against Anthony Davis. You can't physically stop him. He's gonna get his buckets. He's averaged almost thirty points in the playoffs. He's gonna get his buckets. If you can stop everybody else around him, then that's interesting. You then you be able to get through it. And for the most part, they did. They especially especially Rondo. Rondo didn't get, you know, opportunities to make any playmaking abilities as he as he thought he could. And instead of twenty one assists, he went. He's just down to six. He helped out with him defensively, but that's about. That's not much you can go for. Three games to one overall. Warriors is going to end this pretty much by Monday. Not Monday, Tuesday. With Warriors who end them right now, and um, yeah, that's about it. Just you can't you can't say much about a game that was already lopsided in the third and fourth quarter. The no answers for New Orleans right now after they had a strong first half. They didn't do nothing in the second half. Warriors was able to make the adjustment, and it worked out for them. Now the only thing is, what's next? You can't do you do you do you put the do you let go of the gas right now, or do you keep going? From the Warriors right now, considering, considering considering this a night game with the Rockets and Jazz, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Then you go for it. You go all out and end it right now in Golden State, which I believe they will regardless. Depending on no matter what the Rockets do, win or loss, it's, it's important that you have to you know end this way. It just have to end it. You have to end it. There's no legit reason to even trying to let this slide. And I think the Warriors will. I think they're gonna put the nail in the coffin against the Pelicans, which I said it was gonna be a sweep. But you know, five games it ain't bad, you know, and that's about it. Pelicans had one hell of a season, especially after losing to Marcus Cousins. No one knew if this team was going to be in the playoffs. They kept fighting and fighting and fighting. Rondo started playing like he was Rondo from the Celtics days. Drew Holiday, he started playing like a potential a potential star. Not a superstar, but a potential complimentary player for Anthony Davis. And then, you know, against these Warriors team... He's had his moments, but he haven't, you know, broke. He haven't had a breakout game in these in this series. And he, Anthony Davis is doing everything he can to, you know, he's it's just a one-man show right now for him. Rondo, other than him passing, he's not. He can't give you much offensively. And that's about that's much it right now. Curry, Curry looks like Curry looks like he's Curry again. He's got he's taking off that rust real good, and you know. Curry's gonna be ready for the next round. He most he will be ready, depending on if they face the Rockets. And if it's the Rockets, I expect that to be one hell of a series. But I don't want to look. I don't want to look too deep into it right now until everything is said and done. But if you know, you know, that's what it is. Um, and that's how it is right now. So I guess that's about it. We leave it as that right now. And we'll talk about the Jazz and Utah, I mean, Utah and Rockets in a little bit.
Well, so far as it stands, it's already 92 to 82 right now with less than three minutes left in the ball game or basketball game between the Rockets and Jazz. Rockets are up right now, led by 27 from Harden, 21 by Chris Paul, 12 by Capella. Those are the only three guys, mainly for the Rockets, that got double-digit numbers right now. Everything else is just all bits and pieces from the supporting role from the Rockets. But nonetheless, they are up. Donovan Mitchell, he struggled in Game 3. He's, he's only he's averaged 16 points this whole series, but his ass got back into the stretch of things. He's got 25, and 25 is still not even enough because this team around him right now, they're still struggling. The Rockets has won every quarter up until the fourth right now, and they're down by 10. Maybe can the, can the Jazz come back? Sure, but I'm assuming no. So I'm giving, like I said, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just coming out the way to say it right now because they're going to be up three games to one, and Utah will have to figure out what's going to happen once they get to you Houston tomorrow or next week. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it says 25 points. Donovan Mitchell, he's still, well, still like. It's still three minutes, still about three and some change left going on two minutes left in the game. And um and this is most likely gonna be three games to one if it holds up for the Houston Rockets. And if it does, by Tuesday, most likely by Tuesday if it if it goes to game five, which I believe it will, I don't see the Utah Jazz getting out of this. I think that's I think that they're finished. They had a they had, and they had a magical season themselves right now, just like I was talking about with the Pelicans. Utah. Utah, hey, Utah came out the gates blazing. They beat the. They beat the Thunder's in five. Wait, Thunder five. No, they beat them in six. They beat the Thunder in six, if I'm not mistaken. And um. No, nobody nobody expected them. They lost. They lost a they lost a majority. Of this whole lineup, this whole lineup has been altered. Hayward, Hayward gone, Rodney Hood gone. This, 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 this player that's not even in this team right now. They all went somewhere else, and yet the Utah Jazz got much more further than they did last year. Donovan Mitchell, he's become he's he has he he he's become the leader of this team. He's just a rookie. That for a rookie of his caliber to, to just be able to make that quantum leap, and now look at look what he's look what he's accomplished. He's definitely a he's definitely a superstar on the rise. He's a star. He's now he's a star. He's all he's an automatic star. If he's not rookie of the year, I think he should be discussed as it. Maybe a tie between him and Ben Simmons, because he's he's definitely performed well than much more than we all expected when he got drafted. Um. Yeah, that's about it. I don't think this is gonna be a comeback at all. If it's if it's holding serve right now, we still it's ninety five eighty two, and we got a, we got less than two minutes left. I don't think there's no comebacks coming around for the Utah way. Not with two, not with, not with less than two minutes left. So, as it stands right now, Rockets will go on to win this because it looks like it's about to be over anyway. They'll take a three games to one lead on Utah. Come back, like I said, both them 
And Golden State comes back Tuesday right now. I guess in tip time will be maybe 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. And I guess that'll be it for them right now. That'll be, that'll be game over for them automatically. Those still, that and all, both of them will both likely win right now. And both teams are on full strength. Which is a which is a which is a good thing at this point right now because we can we can end the debate right now who's the best team in the West right now, despite the Rockets winning that many so many so much so many games right now with 61 games 62 games. The question remains: Can they be able to beat this Warriors team, especially after you know Steph Curry got hurt? You know, nobody nobody was thinking that maybe that'd be the case. But now Curry's look Curry looks healthy right now. Curry looks Curry likes Curry again. Thompson looks sorta healthy right now despite the broken finger. You know, Durant's been playing lights out this whole playoffs right now. And Draymond, he's still got he's Draymond still Draymond. He's still got that same energy that you know you hate but also love at the same time. The bench is also healthy right now, both on both sides. So the only thing that remains is who's when when do they start game one in Houston? And um Yeah. That's about it. You're watching the Let Burn Right Podcast. This is your boy OG Bernie. I'm back at you again. And um let's get let's get right to it right now. It's not a I don't wanna rant this out too much because I don't know the whole situation about Matt Harvey, the former pitcher for the New York Mets, but it's already been reported, like I said, that he's been designated for assignment. For those in the, you know, for, in layman's terms, he's scheduled to be released. Not like jail time release, but just released off the whole Met squad completely. That's fucking crazy. I would never thought in my wildest dreams that Tim Tebow would still be with the Mets, but yet Matt Harvey's leaving. That's fucking crazy. Overall... Matt Harvey leaves with a record of 34 and 37 in seven in about seven seven years with this whole team completely. He's been with his team in seven years. Some of them has been great moments, and others has been this horrible. It's fucking horrible. You know, you can talk about the great moments when he started for the All-Star game, when he was fourth for the Cy Young Awards, when he he pitched great enough to help needs get a win for them. In the World Series, because he was able, he he led, he helped led them to the World Series. Also, he was one of the, he was one of the main ingredients that got the Mets to the World Series for the first time since 2001. Well, 2000, that was the Subway Series. I remember that because I was 10. Now I'm 28. So that was a long, that was a long fucking time that this happened, and they got the end. That was in 2015 that they got to the World Series. A couple years later, Matt Harvey is just a bum, a complete bum. He, he's, he's a bum. He sucks. He's weak. He sucks. He can't do anything right. So the Mets, the Mets, like I said, when this season came, they hope they was hoping that this whole big five that they envisioned would come to fruition with the arms they got, and it would you know propel them to get to the you know wherever they could get to. With arms like Matt Harvey, Thor, Noah Syndergaard, Jacob Degrom, both of them who they who they love. And then you got Steven Matz, an unproven rookie, you know, lefty, who got so much potential, but yet he's injury-prone. And Zach Wilder, who, is, who they hope that, you know, can pan out to be a solid pitcher, other than he gets hurt also. So, you know, automatically, like I said, they benched Wilder. They, 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 they demoted him to the minors to get his stuff together. 
Steven Matz is struggling. Jacob DeGrong and Noah Singlegaard, they're your two only reliable pitchers around other pitchers that's been that's that's either veterans or just you know journeymen trying to help solidify this you know this whole mess pitching staff so the mess pitching staff right now automatically went from everybody assumed a top 10 pitching staff but you know that's off assumptions to a team right now in disarray they started the season 12 and 1 right now they're 17 and 14. they went from the best record in team history Team history, like 50, 60 years right now, the mess has been here. Team history to a team that look like they're on the verge of going for 100 losses right now. This team is a mess. Their pitching staff is fucked. Offensively, they're not getting any. Their hitters right now not hitting. They're not hitting. Matt Harvey was then set to be a reliever. They made him as a relief pitcher. They figured, okay, maybe he, got, he, he, maybe he, just, he could just be a relief pitcher, fix anything they got to fix. Motherfucker still sucks. Nothing's going right for him. He can't. He can't pitch for that life for him. And that's about it. And now they told her they demoted him, and now motherfucker said, "No, you're not gonna. You're not gonna demote me. Fuck out of here." So this is where they at right now. He had to go. Peace, sayonara, bye bye. Good riddance. He wasn't doing shit for the mess anyway. Peace be with you. Peace, love, and hair grease, and fuck you. That's it. Bye. This is a Let Burn Right podcast. It's your boy OG Bernie. Follow me everywhere. OG Bernie. O-G-B-U-R-N-I-E. Yeah, enjoy your day. Until the next episode. Burn.